0: Inside, Brad Pitt's $40 million Pacific Paradise Retreat that the actor splashes out on the cliffside bachelor pad in a celeb hotspot of Carmel. And this this is probably going to look pretty crazy. I thought this would be a pretty fun thing to kind of just check out. So the Hollywood superstar Brad Pitt has splashed out $40 million for the historic D.L. James House, known as Seaward, not Squidward, that overlooks California's stunning Central Coast. And you know, here's the thing. I never understand why the hell do all these Hollywood actors still stay in Hollywood, like still stay in California, Right? Like, how much money are you paying in taxes for nothing good? The alias actor, 58, bought the 1918 century old house in Celebrity Haven, Carmel, in what is believed to be the highest priced property ever to be sold in the area. Which, by the way, I like Daily Mail but oh my god, the amount of ads that are like on this website is crazy. It's just like constant ads. So, Locos are reportedly thrilled to have another big name celebrity in their midst, especially after the iconic property has sat empty for years. Pitt is reportedly a big fan of craftsman style homes, which could be why he has purchased his latest bastard pad, where he could be joined by his brood of six children with ex-Angelina Jolie. He was recently seen having a blast with his 22-year-old castmate, Joey King, as they promoted their new action movie, Bullet Train. Brad split from Jolie in 2016 and has been linked with a string of beauties ever since, including... Lee K. Lee, 35, lives about three minutes away from Pitt in Los Angeles. Known as the D.L. James House, the property was designed by 20th century architect Charles Sumner Green. He designed the property on a piece of land owned by infamous author Daniel Lewis James, who wrote Famous All Over Town, naming the property on the Carmel Highlands after him. It has been owned by Sea rock since 1999, a limited liability company tied to the late Chicago financier, Joe Ritchie, and his wife, Sharon Ritchie. So here's one photo. Interesting. Okay. So this is like the house we're right here. It is really on the cliffside. That's pretty crazy. It is mere meters away from the coast, with a design intended to keep the property in keeping with the rocks as though it was part of the coastline. That's the thing. I mean, if you were to look at this, it does look like it belongs as part of the coastline. That's pretty cool. Let's see. The thing is, I don't really understand too much... Why this would be worth $40 million. So I mean... Just a personal preference. If I had $40 million to just... Drop on a property... I would probably get a castle. Just for the fun of it. This scene... It's got a fireplace. But I mean... Honestly, it kind of looks like... Okay, the outside doesn't look horrible. Because it's meant to look like it's part of the coastline, which it does. Like it fits the purpose of what they're trying to go for. But the inside kind of looks like it belongs in the Adams family. So records show that Mr. Richie died earlier this year, and the property was never publicly listed for sale. The luxury property, which is just meters from the beach, boasts a wooden aesthetic and is built from locally quarried sandstone and granite. It has arched windows with bricks individually chosen by Charles Green and a tiled Mediterranean-style roof. The Gamble House, an organization dedicated to the work of Green and Green, the firm put together by Mr. Green and his brother Henry, say that the property is unlike the siblings' homes in Pasadena. So aerial images of the property show just how close it is to the coastline, ensuring total privacy for uh, Mr. Pitt when he visits the property. And also, like, just think about this too, right? You're splurging $40 million on a property that's not even your main residence. Like, how much money do you got? How much money do you got that you can literally burn nonstop and literally not care about it? Actually, you know, I kinda changed it back. I I honestly don't really like the outside of this house. Yeah. I changed my mind. I really don't like the outside of this house. And I really don't like the inside of inside of the house either. And the thing is there's nothing wrong with like having like a really unique looking property. Right? It's just that in my mind I keep going back to the like this cost forty million dollars, apparently, right? imagine if you had 40 million dollars like what what could you do with that like this is such a humongous amount of money like like to put it into perspective right at the time of this recording I think the mega millions lottery is about like 830 million dollars like after like if you were to win that and you were to take the cash prize, and after taxes and expenses and all that kind of stuff, right? lawyer fees, all that sort of stuff. You might take home like 240, so you're spending almost like a fifth of your like lottery winnings on this property. Like just put it into that perspective. Like that's a crazy amount of money to spend on something that doesn't really look that great. Empty bookshelves and sofas are scattered close to the luxury fireplace with a dining table seen in the background close to the massive windows. See, I think the only way that this would really uh, possibly make sense is that if you were in a relationship and you guys liked to dress up in like this kind of like time frame of historical reference. Right, Like dressing up like you actually lived in the 1900s. If you're kind of like into that sort of stuff, maybe, maybe this would make more sense. But again, you know, I'm still thinking about the whole $40 million. I mean, like, here's the thing. In his financial situation, this is basically nothing, right? This is basically like a multi-millionaire having a fourth... Vacation home that costs like two hundred grand, right? Not that big of a deal, right? But compared to basically anyone else that exists, yeah, it's a big deal. Personally, I wouldn't spend forty million on this. Personally, I wouldn't spend a million on this. Personally, I wouldn't even spend like ten grand on this, like that, like for personal preference. But my lord. It's kind of like at this point where it's like, maybe you're just someone who has made so much money and you have so much money available to you that you literally don't even know what to do with your money anymore. Like, is it that situation where, like, just Brad Pitt is just in a situation where he just makes so much money and has so much money stockpiled that... He just literally doesn't even know what to spend his money on at this point anymore. So according to the organization's website, as part of the design, Mr. Green built up the outer walls so that they can appear to be growing out of the cliffs. Photographer Alexander Vertikov snapped the exclusive pictures of the property in 1997, and he told DailyMail.com, When I photographed it, the whole thing had been uninhabited for quite some time. It has been in a perpetual state of being finished for 50 years. It was difficult to tell what all the rooms are. It's not that big, and it's awfully private. They just don't make land like that anymore. Some of the views from the property most likely don't exist anymore. The grass and greenery would have all grown, and you wouldn't be able to see this side of the house. You can't just walk in there. It's pretty amazing. And the actor already has a $5 million beach house in Goleta, California, which he purchased in 2000 when he married Jennifer Aniston. And last year, the property was dangerously close to the Alyssa wildfire and has been included in the evacuation warning zone, meaning it is a, a significant risk from the fire. And the Alistair fire charred more than 15,360 acres, blah, 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 blah. So Carmel by the Sea first became popular with the Hollywood elite when Clint Eastwood, 92, became the town's mayor in a landslide election in 1986, with the iconic actor still residing in the area. Now, isn't that kind of funny? Right, because you have Clint Eastwood, who is basically uh, not on the same political spectrum as the majority of these Hollywood elites. And yet, all these Hollywood elites love to basically live in an area that he's kind of the mayor in. Funny. Let's see. So the home of the Golden Girls actress, Betty White, recently sold for $10.775 million, well over $7.95 million asking price in Carmel. Legendary singer Doris Day resided in Car- uh, Carmel until her death in 2019, in her yellow home which sits above Quail Golf Club's 18th Green. She also purchased the iconic Cypress Inn and declared it as a dog friendly hotel in the 1980s. And baritone singer Bing Crosby founded the Carmel Youth Center while living in Pebble Beach, with his Cosby Clamback golf tournament evolving into the Pro Am golf tournament. And Academy Award winner Joan Fontaine lived in the Highlands for the majority of her life in her beautiful villa, Fontana. Interesting. Let's check out some of these comments, because honestly, like I just can't imagine spending $40 million for that house, regardless of how much money I would end up having in the future. To me, it looks like all those loose stones could come crashing down in a good earthquake But then, Brad has probably got money to burn. Most likely. That is an awesome crib. I kind of have to disagree with that. Nice pad conducive to females having happy endings. Good for him. It's his money to spend as he pleases. That is something that I definitely agree with. Right? He could do whatever he wants with the money that he's earned. It's just that if I were in the same position as him, I wouldn't be spending $40 million on it. Gorgeous spot. I don't blame him for wanting to live there. I wonder what kind of relationship he has with his kids. Why would he want to be banging around a house that big by himself otherwise? That is an interesting statement, question. It's like, would you be spending your time with your family after buying something like that, or no? It's gorgeous and he can afford it, so be it. What a kind, empathetic, humane way of thinking. Actors, athletes, and rappers are disgustingly overpaid. The thing is, right, they're only overpaid in this person's eyes, but the reality is, the normal citizens, the like the normies, the uh, the working class, the poverty, the poor, etc. Basically, everyone other than them basically boost them up to those levels, right? It's because people care about these actors. It's because people care about these athletes. It's because people care about the rappers, right? They bring attention because people pay attention to them, and wherever there's attention, there is money. So I guess that's it for these comments. Actually, no, there's more. Best rated. I've always loved Carmel by the Sea for about 50 years, one of the most gorgeous enclaves in the U.S. Hope you find tranquility and peace there. It's beautiful. Sigh. Me too. I went to a beautiful restaurant right on the ocean there about 35 years ago. 40 million on a house. Oh, well, the world is insane. Many people are homeless, starving, and hopeless, by the way. Let's see. That is one of the most beautiful areas of the country, maybe the most beautiful. If you can ever take that drive up Highway 1 in that top-down Porsche, is a wonderful experience. Hope that house is stable and would not go crashing into the sea someday. And the thing is, I mean, the area does look like it's like pretty amazing, right? Personally, I still can't justify spending forty million dollars. Like, I mean, even if I had like I don't know, like a billion dollars, right? For whatever reason, could I justify spending forty million dollars? Maybe, maybe not. It really depends on because this is the thing, right? Like, you had to have already be spending a good amount of money to be able to spend $40 million like this and not really think too much about it, right? So, like, him spending, a like, big-ticket money is not really that of a new thing for him, right? But again, also, in comparison to, like, his total earnings from movies... Not to mention his investments and all that kind of stuff, right? It's just even a big ticket item for him, right? Like, this might not even be a big ticket item for him. It might be just nothing. It might be like literally nothing, literally no impact on him at all financially. And if that's the case, he could buy another one and it wouldn't even matter. He could buy three, it wouldn't even matter. Right? So that's the way that I would view it is like as long as this doesn't like affect him in a bad way financially, then he has free reign to do whatever he wants, right? And he doesn't gotta justify anything to anyone because technically speaking it's not a stupid purchase if it has literally no impact on him on his lifestyle, on his finances. Right? So if you want to learn how to get a dip master your money, go to 40 bucks.com learn how to get debt free down below, feel free to give your thoughts, would you be willing to spend 40 million dollars on a pile of rocks next to a rock